Joining us in the studio, her worship, the mayor of Collingwood, we say hello to Sandra Cooper. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, John and Mal. Good morning, everyone. And what a beautiful morning it is. When you're driving to work, please remember that uh, we're encouraging our children to walk to school. Right. So keep an eye out on them and keep our And they our get a little safe. rambunctious when it gets nice like Well, this. it's spring fever, yeah, right? That's it. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, of course, we have to address you. You have been in the news quite a bit over this week, and uh, um, it has to do with the integrity commissioner. And I don't know how this works. Maybe you can explain it to us. But I guess the integrity commissioner got called in because someone had uh, issued a complaint. That's correct. And it's all public. Uh, it was on the uh, council agenda. Yeah. So one Steve Berman uh, filed a complaint against me. Um and it has to do with whether you should have been voting on a piece of business because uh, your brother Paul was directly uh, involved in it. Is that um, from he? He was a consultant for the owner. Oh, okay. Of the property beside the airport. So what we were, what was before us was uh, taking money out of land acquisition reserves, which would be expanding, uh, purchasing property, private property to expand an intersection okay. or widen a road such as High Street or Mountain Road, right. uh, just as an example. So where the town needs to do a project and we don't have the land, we can acquire it. We can acquire it and there's funds for that. However, in this instance, it was recommended, it was staff recommendation that the uh, up to $100,000, and I'm not, I can't give you um, at this point a detailed reserve balance at this point in time. Um, the treasurer is... Um, was off on Monday. So um, what I can say is that um, the motion read that up to $100,000 be put towards a consultant to um, see the RFP, the tender process, and bringing uh, bringing uh, council along in informing them from time to time in the process of the sale of the, the airport. airport. Because so the, we're it, not airport sales specialists, so and we need to bring one. And staff is sense. not. So it's okay. the decision to sell the airport had already taken place. Right. So this was um, taking money out of land acquisitions to um, to hire a consultant. But because your brother was a consultant for a company that has property next to the airport. In Clearview, yes. In Clearview. They could have, maybe it could have been that the acquisition could have been for that land, but it doesn't seem right because you're selling the airport. So you, yes. Right. Okay. And their name is not They're on it at, on all. at all. And uh, anyway, um, so yes, the re- the complaint, uh, and it's not a um, conflict for dent- conflict of interest according to the provincial conflict of interest act okay it's um council it's council's uh newest um code of conduct that is was uh, in question was in question so the 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 end result let's flip to the end is (laughs) that uh uh you had your viewpoint that it was far enough separation it's clearly within the provincial guidelines you still think it's is within the within our new municipal guidelines uh, the integrity commissioner said, "No, you probably shouldn't have voted on that." But there's no sanctions. There's no correct. That's that is correct. Uh, there were no sanctions other than to say um, not to. They not they to recommended 
not in the future to not right. uh, uh, because I was differentiating out differentiating out I was also asking staff has uh, and my due diligence mm-hmm. has any family member of mine come up in uh, any in of it in this process and so they're no. not named on any of this correct okay so that's partly what I judged by uh, so in, in, in a sense it's it's maybe a bit splitting hairs and and now we know uh, exactly and and for uh, I don't. I'm not sure how much it is. If there's any cost uh, to file a complaint, um, well, that's my concern. Is because it, at the end of the day, it's like, uh, yeah, maybe you shouldn't. Have, maybe you shouldn't. Have. Let's just not do that. How much would we have spent to find that out? Well, and and I'm not sure because uh, council actually directed that uh, to invite the uh, integrity commissioner to come to a council meeting now right. and further explain. Um, the report now yeah, it is what? on it is is it it is a uh, public it's on the agenda sure. it is public information and so it is readily available for those that have an interest in in that so uh you know i i, I go by um my credibility mm-hmm. and uh what i believe in and um what a great town we live in and make my decisions based on the wonderful people that live here and uh, sometimes there's a gray area of judgment sure and uh, according to the conflict of interest act with the province uh certainly the definitions are a little different and not as defined as they are in the this council's code. Okay. It's calling its code of conduct. All right. So, well, so I guess I guess the the thing is, is if there's any questions of the integrity commissioner, that she will be there to answer those questions. And I didn't participate in that conversation. Right. That that um, uh, so. And I'd be afraid to vote on I, anything at this point. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's the education levy, uh, DCs, yes. uh, development charges that are uh, being increased over 100%. Well, I, my son is the school board trustee. <laughs> so you can't so I, I did step away from that. However, right. I do have an opinion on 108% increase all at once <laughs> yeah. but i um stepped back and sure. did not vote on that and and that was clear that uh that was one of my my children so I'm starting to understand go. why you came to us a little while ago and tell us you're not running for mayor anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to all come together now a little bit oh no we live in a great town i we was sure stopped did. by somebody yesterday they were in uh i'll give clerkson's a plug yeah. uh, they were in buying um a beautiful piece of art in uh in Clarkson's and had just uh, moved from Toronto about five or six years ago and love our community. Nice. So that makes it all worthwhile. Uh, let's talk about some, uh, you know, uh, less gray area things. Uh, listeners uh, are going to be interested to know that the noise bylaw is passed. It's all finished and wrapped up. So much discussion. But you know what? I, I kind of appreciate that because there was a lot of different viewpoints yes. and, and a lot of concern. And I, I mm-hmm. personally think council handled it very well. We had uh, some, some folks from the rates, rate payers over in the uh, Lockhart area. Right. They came and talked to us about you know why they believed in the in the bylaw and how it isn't what I originally thought it would be, which mm-hmm. is you know you can't put your you can't build a deck on a Sunday. You're talking about major construction. Uh, yes, uh, it is, and and uh, so some definitions and wording have changed from the original bylaw to this new bylaw, such as. Um, 
active development. Mm. So that would be something that's in development now, such as the property south of Lockhart subdivision. Yes. Uh, so that would be, however, I'm, I'm stymied in that. So if there are four homes on that street completed and people are living in them, we go by Mountaincroft, we go by mm-hmm. uh, uh the uh, Bush Street area in Collins, and we see that there are some houses that are uh, people are residing in them and others that are still under construction. So those that are in, um, not everyone's handy with a a hammer and nails. So they maybe want, well, they won't be able to. They'll have to wait till the the subdivision is complete before they could uh, have someone, a company come in and install their deck for them. Ah. However, um, you know, that's um, council's um, council chose option two. And so no site alteration equipment uh, on active development sites on Saturday, Sunday or holidays. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's what it is. And it was uh, certainly a lot of debate. And I, I yes. felt like there yep. was a lot oh. of discussion. About Absolutely. It. And I have to say to our bylaw department, the clerk's department, uh, but certainly uh, two of our bylaw officers that put a lot of time into this. So and mm. listening to the community, gathering all the information, taking in all sides, uh, because there's sometimes even more than two sides to to uh, a discussion and, and uh, decision. So uh, I, I have to say that uh, staff did an amazing job, and and we now have very clear uh, a very clear bylaw, and and noise talking about um, speakers. So it's not necessarily decibels like the sound, but it's the time in which right. there. So that gives um, better. Um, bylaws for enforcement. Mm. Uh, let's go to a different subject because I got in trouble for this one. Uh, last Monday, I walked by these seven bags of yard waste. I uh, didn't put it out on the street, realizing, oh, it was yard waste day on mon- last Monday. Uh, do we get another kick at the cat? At we this? do. So every other week is yard waste uh, day. So, um, it's bi-weekly in the spring and in the fall. Okay. And from what I understand, that this week is actually a yard waste collection for Collingwood. Oh, okay. So, Monday. This Monday. Past, past. Yes. yes. Yes, yes. When you walk past, then they should have been out at so, the curb. So, the long so weekend Monday, although our garbage collection still happens on the long weekend, they won't be doing yard waste, but the weekend after. Yes, Done. that's great. So in, right. in two weeks. So Help. Thanks for uh, helping me out with that. You're welcome. So there's still time and maximum two meter long and three centimeters in diameter for string your bundles together if you have twigs and, and small branches. Okay. And of course, we all know you use um, craft paper bags and uh, compostable bags, cardboard boxes, or open-ended rigid containers so they can just be dumped in. So leaves, grass, garden waste, corn stalks, if you happen to have a vegetable garden, uh, brush, straw bales. Um, So you can't add flower pots, uh, and I would encourage you to take those back to the garden centers, and I'm sure they'll be happy to take them. Mm. Pet waste, rocks, stumps. We've had some trees that have come down, so tree stumps not not allowed, and plastic bags, kitchen waste, lumber, or dirt. So 
for anyone that uh, refers to their calendar, Collingwood is in Zone 1. So the next next collection, as you mentioned, John, is May 28th. All right. Well, I'll be ready for that one then. All right. Uh, the Archaeological Management Plan, they have an open house. I didn't know even know we had an Archaeological Management Plan for Simcoe County. You sit on the board. Tell us about this. We do. So it's part of uh, planning, uh, in-depth planning exercise in that uh, you go into uh, a development, a large develop- subdivision residential development or a small um, industrial or commercial, and you start digging and all of a sudden you find our Artifacts. Well, we're trying to um, find clear ways in order to um, address that. that. Mm. So everything freezes up. And so we're encouraging people to come out June 4th at the Collingwood Public Library, afternoon and evening. Two to four uh, and six to eight. And it is hosted by the County of Simcoe. So uh, First Nations, Indigenous, as well as others that have an interest in in property owners mm. that uh, they would want to know a little bit more about this. Okay. Keep that in mind. June 4th, two to four, six till eight. Mayor Cooper, thank you for once again joining us on Talk of the Town and have a great week. My pleasure. Enjoy the day.